Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show. This is where we tell our stories our way, located in the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa. And boy, do we have a great show for you today. We got a lineup going on over here, a lot of stuff going on. We got the LeBron James uh, crew in here filming video and stuff. And uh, we got Ramal, the hometown heat. What's going on, bro? Yeah, what's going on, Bobby? How you doing, man? Yeah, feeling good, feeling great. How are you? Ah, uh, fine. Damali, what's hey, happening hey, with you? Hey. Hey, 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 in the building, <laughs> Mr. Charles Harper. Yes, sir. I'm feeling good today. What's going on, Bobby? Right, right, right. And my Monday co-host, Sherry Lasky. What's hey, up? Hey, Bobby, I made it. I'm great. Here. So we're going to have a great show today for all you people listening to KBOB 89.9. And uh, there's a number you can dial, 646-716-5525. And don't forget to press that one button. That's what's going on, y'all. Yeah. Hey, how y'all feeling today? Good. 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 Anything, anything interesting going on the around town? The weather. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Right. Well, huh? It kind of like, oh, it surprised us, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. It blew in yesterday. I wasn't quite ready yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't but ready. Yeah, that hawk yeah, yeah. is out there. Yeah, yeah, it rained. Okay. Yeah. okay. I was worried about our intent outside. Yeah. I was looking, <laughs> looking okay, all that wind blowing and stuff. Oh, it was blowing you know, yeah. I, had, I had a headache and stuff. I laid down. Oh, man. No. Let me go on and get like that. Is yeah, that I, got, I got three tank tops, two jackets, <laughs> you know, a hat, everything. Time to pull out that winter right. gear, right? right. That's right. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my favorite on? season. Favorite season. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. You're, you're boot lady, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you, are you sharing? Well, not necessarily boots with the fur, but just, you know, boots with the fur. I'm, I'm boots on the ground. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Well, we got a great show today, The Burning and the Future of Black Wall Street. We're going to be talking about that. And... Uh, Along with the film crew in here, they got it going on. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to be ourselves like we normally be. Yeah, absolutely. That mood light. That mood light. Yeah. 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 I feel like I got mood light, mood swing going on. Right, everything going good. Right, right. That's what it feels like, huh? Where's the phone? Right, 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 right. So we have a lot of shows over here at Eden Media Services. And Charles and Damali, tell them a little bit about your show. So we are World One Development News You Can Use. Yes. And we are here every Wednesday. Today is Monday. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Today's Monday. Yeah, yeah. I'm already fast forwarding through the week. Exactly. <laughs> so we just talk about um, news and, and things that are happening in our community because we believe that there's a lot of great things happening in mm-hmm. North, North Tulsa. And a lot of times we don't get credit for that. All right. here because the media is so one-sided. 
So anytime something happens in North Tulsa, then it's, oh, it's a shooting. Oh, it was a stabbing. Oh, it was a robbery. And it's like, you know, that happens all over the city, mm-hmm. right. not just in North Tulsa. So we focus on the good stuff that's happening in North Tulsa, right. like a grocery store being built, like exactly. our Edgerick yeah. Eats mm-hmm. cooking competition. Mm-hmm. Right. Cooking and competition. that virtual right. cooking competition yeah. had uh, millions of people who, look, who looked at that, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah. there's a lot of, you know, just great yeah. things that are happening okay. in North Tulsa that we yeah. just need to share. Okay, you know? you're right. That's what news you can use. Yeah. 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 You ride around All right. and people say stuff, you shake your head like, I can't use it. Yeah. That's, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so yeah. true. That's so that true. Ramal, the hometown heat. Tell us a little bit about Juice Radio Show and your new show that's coming up. Yes, so the Juice Radio Show, one of the foundational shows that was here with Eaton Media Services, uh, it's a show with all high school students. They talk about subjects that interest them, and they do radio their way. And we love the Juice Radio Show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, man. Great, yeah. great. Tell them about yeah. your show. And uh, you got a new show, man. Yeah, I just yeah. started Come last on. week, man. I'm so excited. So the Intelsa show every Thursday, uh, from it's from four to five p.m. And uh, it's a lifestyle show. You know, we just talk about Tulsa lifestyle, things that's going on. It's the supplement news you can use. Okay. <laughs> okay. So if you get the political and all the, the side, the business side, then I give the lifestyle side, the side that's just kind of fun in Tulsa. What is yeah, it to do here? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. And Sherry, you're here with us every Monday. That's my yep. co-host. Yeah, yeah. every Monday. Monday but, you know, I always have a lot of irons in the fire. <laughs> yeah, so we got a lot of things happening as far as community work and yes. putting people to putting people in contact with other people. We have a bike ride. Well, not necessarily a bike ride, but um, a bike training class coming up on the 24th of October. Nice. That's later okay. next nice. month. Nice. And if you know anybody with bikes need repairs, that kind of kids that what? need bikes, we're trying to get that information out to them. We're partnering with Tulsa Hub, nice. dealing okay. with block builders and Black Wall Street and myself. We're getting ready to start an urban ag. Well, I want to call it ag, but urban Urban um, growing class yeah. here in Tulsa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That sounds yeah. real good. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like we got some things on. going on. Yeah. Right. You know, a few, right. few things going on as we try to build a community mm-hmm. for a better community, you yeah, know, right. and so uh, we want to continue doing that. You know, right. doing that. So we got a lot of great stuff going on. Uh, you guys got Edgerick, uh, the 36 30, 30, 30, Event yeah, Center. Yeah, center. Yeah, you know, all, just tell us a little bit about the centers and all the businesses and things that you guys have going on in the community so our community will know. We'll say a little bit about Edgerack, and then okay. I pass the ball to you for the Event Center. All right. But Edgerack is a, a youth and family mm-hmm. fun center, and I believe that mm-hmm. it's unlike no other. Mm-hmm. We basically was able yeah. to take a school that had been closed down and instead of letting it become Old Wiley Post School, mm-hmm. most people are like, hey, that's my elementary yeah. school. Yeah. <laughs> but instead mm-hmm. of being a store in our community, knock out the windows, put graffiti all over, we decided to turn it into a youth and family fun center because it's around 10,000 rooftops around that facility. Yeah. So a lot of the kids, of course, you know, money is tight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. but we're able to mm-hmm. offer after school programs, spring break camps, summer camps. And, and, and you know what? I want to commend you guys because you yeah. got yeah. yeah, a nice man. place. It's, it's not just a whole lot of y'all. You guys have renovated and it's nice and it's a comfortable place to be at. I love it. You've had programs up mm-hmm. in there and mm-hmm. where kids could get free haircuts yep. and right. all kinds of stuff going on over there mm-hmm. at Edgerick. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. the location. Yeah. Location is 5424 North Madison Avenue. So that's, that's right, right on the corner okay. of uh, 56th Street North. North right. In right. Peoria. Peoria. Yeah. So what neighborhood is that again? Because you know each neighbor, each um, subdivision back over there has a neighbor. 
they own the neighborhood. The neighborhood. The yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. On the other side, Suburban Hills uh-huh. edition in there's um Valley View. No, okay. You guys are right off of Peoria, right there. Peoria, yeah. Well, not Pine and Peoria. I'm sorry, opposite end, 56th Street North and Peoria. What is that? Forty. 50 something in 54. 54. 54. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. If you go down Peoria head north and turn on. I just passed you. Yeah. Yeah. Turn left. I said one good thing is our back to school bash that we do together with the Bobby Eaton show. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We did that together on uh, the yeah. first. Um, deal that we had uh, over three thousand people showed up. Wow. Wow. Thousand backpacks passed yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Food, a lot of people. Food and a lot all kinds. Of of, we did a lot of work with. Yeah. It was festive that day. Yeah. It was fun. It was educating. Uh, everybody passed out books and stuff to kids yes. and yeah. children and food. families yeah. and food. I mean, it was great. Yeah, it was great. And, and and I have to I have to attest to this man because I've been able to work uh, behind the scenes man Charles and Damali are phenomenal leaders man Pastor Cooper Bishop Cooper and mm-hmm. Mrs. Cooper man phenomenal people and the vision that they have is just like phenomenal so you if you have not been to Edgerec make sure you go out there I just had to co-sign okay yeah. well, that's a good co-sign yeah right because so, Ramon yeah. he headed up all the nuts and bolts of the yeah. facility so Did he? Bishop Melvin Cooper and First Lady George said Ramon we need a light-skinned guy with green eyes <laughs> Well, we got a great show going on. We're going to be talking about uh, the burning of uh, and the future of Black Wall Street 1921. And uh, I know we got a lot of information and stuff we want to tell all our listeners here at KBOB 89.9 FM. And also you can live stream us at KBOB. 899.com mm-hmm. You know a lot of people do that in different Cities and states right. and stuff like that I get a whole lot of people from Different places inboxing the KBOB uh, site mm-hmm. um, Talking about hey I'm Listening I'm I'm doing this and Blah 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 so we want You to continue on listening and Doing that kind of thing right there Well hey this is the community Black yes. radio station and It's for the community <laughs> yeah you know I always say this I say I don't Care what status you have uh, mm-hmm. uh, What you know you can be a doctor Lawyer mm-hmm. or single parent Mom or homeless person Everybody's on the same level to me Right you know I don't right. put one right. above the other yep. I don't care how much money don't make a Make a person mm-hmm. you know what I mean It's It don't make a person at all mm-hmm. So you know it's where your heart is at Right mm-hmm. and so if you got a heart for people And a heart for people to succeed And and, and do right mm-hmm. And do the right thing yep. Then hey you can go places. Integrity is everything. Integrity. Right. right. Yep. Integrity is yep. very important. Yep. Very important. We need your support. So uh, we need to drop by Eaton Media Services located at 1533 North Norfolk. Contributions, donations, you name it. Mm-hmm. Something that we can help with the children and youth programs and us over here to help pay the bills yep. and everything else, you know. So and I mm-hmm. want to thank those people yes. who have donated yes. and contributed to to us over here because that's how we stay in business, right? right. Absolutely. And keep the brand going on, you know. I want to right. thank also my grandfather, Joe Eaton, for building this place that we're located right. in. And my dad, mm-hmm. Bobby Eaton Sr., for allowing us to be here. So that's a, that's a thing right there because I don't know what I would be doing in Tulsa if I didn't have this right here because, you know, Tulsa is the kind of place you got to be involved in things. You got right. to be, gotta you got to, you got to be plugged in and be creating uh, something for yourself right. to be right. involved in. Right. Yeah. Yep. We, 
we got to transition, make sure we trans- transition this video over here so they can see us on KBOB899.com. So we uh, definitely want to um, uh, make sure you go to our website at KBOB899.com and see us all live. We are there, and you can see oh, yeah. us I live. Didn't, I didn't even transition, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, y'all. All this time talking ain't transitioning. Well, he's looking at me like, dude, I'm not even working no cameras or nothing. I'm just, oh, my God. Thank you, Ramon. I apologize for that. You know, JB let you know that. Your body ain't transitioning. All right. That's why you got to have I had a senior we're gonna take a little break and we're gonna come right we're gonna come right back you on kvob 89.9 and we're gonna make that we're gonna make another transition right now we're gonna take that break all right we'll be right back here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It, uh, you're on the Bob Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. And welcome back. Uh, dialer number 646-716-5525. And we're going to talk a little bit 
about Black Wall Street, you know. You know what? Could you imagine back in 1919 or 1920, before the massacre took place, what it was like mm-hmm. around in the community? Yeah, I could see all of those black people around there dressed up in their guys in their suit and ties and their hats on and the women had their hair all done and yeah. their beautiful dresses yeah. walking up and down yeah. those streets. You know what I mean? Economic development, movie yeah. theaters, restaurants, banks, yeah. hospitals, mm-hmm. banks, yeah. convenience everything stores. You everything you wanted right in your yeah. community. Right. You didn't have right. to leave for anything. Right. Yeah, you didn't have to go anywhere. Could you imagine what it would have been like if that had never took place? Man, right God, I'd just be a hot mess, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. You think so? Oh, you think so? You think oh, it'd be a hot mess? I'm thinking, I'm, I would be a hot mess because yeah. I'd be spoiled. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah, 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 yeah. should live in a certain yeah. way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't have had to go to Hollywood. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Could just stay right here and talk. Right, because everybody would be coming to you. Yeah, that would have been great. We probably would look like the ATL. Something like oh, that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, something like that. The ATL is the new Black Wall Street. Right. right. Mm-hmm. That's New yeah. Day. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. So, wow. You know, I was uh, thinking of uh, Black Wall Street. We've been talking about it all day long, you know, mm-hmm. and um, the devastation. And what do you guys feel that uh, has happened to us blacks here in Tulsa? I'm I'm thinking that we've been so devastated by the massacre for so many years that, you know, we're just kind of like in a daze sometimes. I think the world is traumatized. Traumatized. Well, I want to say that traumatized. You know, a community that's traumatized and with economic development being at a low point Mm -hmm. where we don't have a lot, what we used to have, Mm -hmm. it even makes it a little worse. But then you got... Gentrification coming yeah, yep. in, yeah. you know, right. and the, the McDonald's and the Quick Trips and all yeah. the big boys. Well, all of your fast foods and box store type That's of situations right. exactly. moving to uh, yeah. neighborhoods that are yeah. under. Yeah, and uh, I also under- understand the fact that we have a lot of uh, dollar stores yeah. here yeah. in the community, yeah. which no good food. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's almost food? like um, it's almost like. But the city feels like we are unworthy. This side of town is unworthy to have right. mm-hmm. what we had before. They destroyed Black Wall Street twice. Yeah. Um, you right. know, the first time by bombs, the second time uh, by urban, urban renewal. Right. So yeah. urban like, removal. Well, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Urban, urban removal. removal. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like we're not worthy to have something that is just ours yeah. that we can be proud of. And so it's almost like we just gave up. We're just like, okay, forget it. Yeah. We're just going to conform. Mm-hmm. You know, we're moving to Owasso and Jinx yeah. and Big mm-hmm. B and all these other places. And the reason I think a lot of that took place is the fact that uh, – uh, no economic development. Absolutely. So people left the right, community yeah. to go where there's a cleaners where, yeah. and yeah. there's, you well, know, some different things. Right. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. absolutely. And I guess my thought, people perish from a lack of knowledge. Yeah. That's true. Sometimes you, you don't miss something that you never put your eyes on or, or you never had. Yeah. And that's how I look at it. It's like you got disconnected from something before you even got a chance to experience, experience. So you hear stories yeah. about it, yeah. so it's more like a myth. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. But really? even in, like you're saying, it's, it's like a myth. Mm-hmm. It's a myth. But when you live through it and you've seen it, like Bobby, Bobby has seen it, and I, 
I've seen it in my lifetime early on in the early 70s. Mm-hmm. And then toward the late 70s, that's when we started seeing that decline mm-hmm. sure. in investment. Right. So we did have people. We had a we had a bank. We still had our bank here yeah, in the right. late 70s. Yeah, yeah. We had accountants. Yeah. We, had, we had small Grocery businesses. stores, everything. And we then, had it all. And even growing up in my 30s, just a kid uh, that grew up on Apache and Lewis, you know, just seeing the places, Banfields that was there, you yeah. know, and just right. as a, just a regular kid just walking up the street, you appreciate, you come to appreciate those things. Looking hindsight 2020, it's like, man, we had a, a meat market. Right. Yeah. We had like all types of things. <laughs> you didn't have here. to go anywhere. Right. right. Yeah. 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 It was all here. So it's just like, well, what, it, it makes you think like, what happened? Like, what did we do wrong as a community for it to all be gone? Yeah. And, for, and for that happening, that's happening all across America. Yeah. Right. And, you know, our black communities, because they got some devastation mm-hmm. taking place in some of these black communities. Right. You're not just Tulsa. Right. Yeah. So right. Every, every, every community where mm-hmm. there's a group of black people, every mm-hmm. city you go to, you'll find some uh, similar yeah. to what we're dealing with now. Right. And people are disinvesting yes. in those spaces and they wait for those property values and all those businesses to leave and just wait and wait to, it's down, down. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden mm-hmm. we get a quick trip on the corner. You yeah, get the right. fast foods. Mm-hmm. But the other part that's happening when we're noticing people are organizations buying up property yeah. in those areas yeah. that were very valuable mm-hmm. and drive those prices up. So we will soon get those other amenities that we've been waiting for, but, but they're not necessarily yes. for us. Yes. Right. So that's when you get the Karens in your neighborhood talking about, well, we don't want any loud Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, that, right? yes. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? So, and I find that that's happening. My mother owns the same. She lives in the same house that she's lived in ever since I was five years old. Right. Which is over behind the police station um, in North Over Carolina, there. You the should North, be okay, right, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, I've been getting notices from, you know, because I'm on the property with her. I'll buy your hey, property. Hey, we'll buy your property. <laughs> like, uh, did we ask you to buy our property? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Over here, I've been know? getting Just it over here, too. Yeah. Just yeah. the other day. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it's like, no, we, we don't want you yeah. to buy it. And we'll we'll buy it from you in a quick sale. No, right. yeah. we don't want to. And they're sale. aggressive. Right. They're so aggressive. Know, right? It's just but like, you're going to talk to them crazy. Yeah. 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 I had a guy stop by here the other day. Yeah. He came in a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, at your you guys interested in the men? Get out of here. You know what I mean? Just buy. They, you know. they think we don't know what we have. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and we don't know what's about to happen. Right. They feel yeah. like right. we're desperate for finance. Right. Yeah. You know, right. So yeah. That's what they're hoping yeah, for. Yeah. That we're desperate for that. Pennies yeah. on the dollar. Huh? Right. Yeah. That's not I can tell work. you, we run a lot of not for profits as well. Mm-hmm. And we get all these notices. You guys owe 16000 20000 But we got the Bali on our team. She send the stuff back. We have to go to city of Tulsa. So we be trying to get notice out. Watch your land. Watch because wow. people don't, people hold their um, they, mail for months. Mm-hmm. You can't do that right now. That's not yeah, a good you move. Can't. Between, it's not a good you move move at all. Mail and read it and see what's going on. And, wow. and if you don't know, you need to get some help because we could have lost all of our land, even though mm-hmm. we're doing everything the right way. Even though you're set up as a nonprofit, they were even coming in. And haven't been paying taxes on this property. So some of these properties we've had for over 20 years. Wow. You right. know, wow. like our church. Mm-hmm. We had it over 20 years, never paid taxes on it at all. Oh, Zero period, nada. That's and that's now they're coming and saying, oh, well, we realize that we should have been charging you taxes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> when were you going to tell us this? Yeah. Not yeah. when you send wow. me a notice right. and I owe $13,000. Right. No, it's that's after not all the new stuff is coming in. So what the story is, is 
Well, we're doing this everywhere. Well, that's the bigger problem. Right. We're doing it everywhere because yeah. people just may not know. Right. Yeah. So I'm just saying it's been us doing all, it's some extreme follow-up right. to finally get it set because we send all the information in, and then 30 days later, you get another letter. Wow. You send everything in again, 30 days, you get another, another letter. letter. Wow. So you got to get stuff, stamp it, notarize Be persistent. it. Take a picture yeah, by you it. Do. Yeah, mm-hmm. you do. You have to have yeah. that. Yeah. Are you doing this by mail? Oh, no, we didn't make some trips oh, down. Well, we, before COVID, we made uh, several trips down. We went, trip, we went downtown to sit down face-to-face. Okay, because those treasurers, I mean, they are open. Michael Willis, that office, they're open mm-hmm. and talking to people. So always do name drops A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's re- because what you're, you're absolutely right in what you're saying. They take property through taxes. I just right. left a county, Haskell County, and I'm looking at those records just the way you're looking. They take people's property because of back taxes, and the sure. back taxes mm-hmm. make oh, yeah, you going to lose it. You're going to lose it. $100, right. Okay, you and you lost two, yeah. 20 acres over $100. Right. You know? right. And right. then you have a little small window Gotta pay your property to try to taxes. get it back, mm-hmm. and it depends on who's buying your property, yeah, too. That's so. true. And at least with that, that's legal, and it makes sense. Yeah. You right. know, but this stuff that we're talking about is outside of that. Right. It's just something they just made up. Yeah, this is really made up. New stuff. rules being yeah. made and as they like, go. Okay, well, do you yeah. have like, you need to you need to come we'll back and talk about that on the yeah 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 yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. right. 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 that doesn't yeah. sound But you know, right. my thought is when you go back close to a hundred years, mm-hmm. you know, people lost their land. That's exactly yeah. how it is. Since once they lost their land, it's out, it's trying to recover. A hundred years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Now, century later. Yeah, yeah, century same, later, same yeah. land and life. They're not mm-hmm. making new land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Loop, the, nope. the land that you have, that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. That's mm-hmm. going to so, be. That's it. And well. I, and I heard that that Oklahoma is the 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 state with the most land. Like because of the uh, uh, native native land right. and other things like that, right. we don't think about west of you know west Oklahoma. Like you think we got land. more land than Texas? Texas I, got some I mean, land. available probably, land. Oh, probably available okay. land. Available like, land. Just, just all the, the yeah. wooded area that you have in west oh, yeah. Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's and, way more that you yeah, can build I, upon. That's true. You got to think true. about this. Oklahoma City is the largest city land wise in the whole yes. entire United States. That's true. Land wise. And these are different things that we have to be mindful of, like like Damali's talking about the taxes and how those Mm -hmm. taxes have changed. And you're talking about land wise and Mm -hmm. we're talking about the Native Americans and those tribes and their land that's back into their you know, yes. and as far as black people and freedmen are concerned, those allotments and those absolutely heirs yes. property. So if your great grandmother had the property and it's ten of y'all and one 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 is desperate mm-hmm. and he's need a little change, she'll yep. sell that yep. and you'll have to go into probate. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's how a lot of people lose their mm-hmm. land. That's yeah. right. Yep. So well, we've, we've, another thing that we've lost a lot, you know, mm-hmm. down on Black Wall Street and um it's uh, really kind of devastating that you really, really think about it. Every time I go down there, it's just a little small section yeah, right. that's left. Right. right. And the big corporate businesses, the OSUs and all, all of them have bought up the property. Yeah. And, Driller and, you know, Drill a stadium, come down there. And, mm-hmm. and, it's, and none of my friends go to either no, one of those. No, don't go to no games. We don't do baseball. We, don't, right. yeah. Yeah, we really don't. You I mean, know, like, Guthrie Green is taking up five acres down there. Mm-hmm. That's right, exactly. Greenwood right. property. I don't go to Guthrie Green. Yeah, so right. I, so it's business yeah. down there, and uh, but you're saying you don't go down, you don't go to Guthrie Green. A lot of us don't go to Driller Park, but no, a lot right. of people do because they don't know the history that's behind it, right. and it. how that yeah. property was acquired. You know, some of that, some of yeah. that property uh, was acquired by the Klan. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tate Brady and them and mm-hmm. all of that back in those days, they were yeah. Klansmen yeah. and they were buying up buying up property and mansions. owning. Yeah, build, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Not, not buying, not necessarily buying, but taking, taking, or taking. Because, because during, the, during the massacre, they came and looted and raided right. and took it's all the, them chandeliers money, and pianos yeah. and money. They took everything during right. that massacre. Right. Yeah, you right. know, uh, there have been stories where some of the younger kids who were down there on the massacre uh, were up under. The bed, hid up under the bed right. and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and was scared to move because you know wow. that was what was going on. And right. uh, some families, like I said earlier, were in the streets running and just with their kids and just got gunned down. Yeah. Right. Pop, pop, pop. Can you imagine That's children, imagine. mother and her children running with her children and. People just shooting them it's down, trauma, like man. that's trauma. That is yeah. trauma, and that's why people kept it kept it to themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what you hear people. Yeah, talk about and so we talked about that earlier yeah. because a lot of us didn't grow up with that story. Yeah, you know, right. we didn't know till we became that's right some, some older adults. Right, some, it's you like know, some people did. dirty little secret right. that nobody that's wants to talk was. about. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was yeah. Tulsa. They they were so probably so embarrassed. The what happened? Some of them, right? Some right. of them weren't. Some right. of them loved that it did take place right. like that, you know, due to racism and right. stuff like that. But it was such a devastating situation, man. I'm. I sit back and I look about, think about that, and can you imagine being involved in that? Yeah. So man. think about that one so. image. Everybody's seen this image, and a lot of people want to say it's a doll. You have a little boy holding what looks like a doll. Right. That is. A human being, being. Mm-hmm. but right. people want to lie, sort of like no, Rodney King didn't get his ass kicked in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. But it's like that was a lie. That was him. that child had to be like a sibling yeah. for him to hold yeah. on to that to child yeah. that long. Yeah. So right. the trauma yeah. for that child to see ca- your yeah, and you're carrying mm-hmm. this dead body around mm-hmm. with you because you don't know any better. Yeah. I'm just looking for my mom or whoever. Yeah. I'm you know yeah. somebody, right. some yeah, adult. Somebody, some adult. I'm looking for some adult. Yeah. So for something like that mm-hmm. to happen, it's and devastating. It was, and yeah. people took pictures of that yeah. devastation. Right. So it thing we we don't even talk about the other lynchings and stuff that took along that happened along that same mm-hmm. time and in Oklahoma too. Mm-hmm. So it, we've we've had some trauma and horror. In our history here, right. and people were just, you know, told not to talk about it. So when you don't talk about it, you don't heal. Mm-hmm. You carry it with you. You pass it from generation to generation. You know, I only heard, you know, outside of Oklahoma, we we're talking about Redbird, we're yeah. talking about Taft, yes. Brandysville, yes. all those other communities, oh, Bowie, mm-hmm. yeah. that had families. Yeah. You know, those, they those, couldn't even come and see they folks. Yeah. They people, yeah. Right. All those black townships. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That was over 50 black townships right. in Oklahoma. Exactly. Yeah. And what mm-hmm. I'm related to is when you kind of think about war, think about how people are when they leave and go to war. Because yeah. that yeah. basically was a war zone. And yeah. right. imagine when PTSD. people try to come yeah. back yeah. and right. transition back into just being a regular civilian. And going to shop again somewhere else. So, you know, right. it's just like, oh, no, let's not go shop in that area. Cause That's why a lot here. of people yeah. migrated mm-hmm. to L.A. Y'all mm-hmm. be surprised the number of people from Tulsa, Oklahoma, 
Bruce no, I'm not. It's like, look, my dad lives in L.A. and really? all my siblings uh, were on my dad's side. Uh-huh. And yeah, it, when you go there, it's just like little Tulsa. Wow. Exactly. Hey, my wow. grandmother was, you know, from Tulsa. Wow. You know, I mean, exactly. it's just really. They He's migrated. Yeah. They like forget or it. Texas. Yeah. And a yeah. lot of them yeah. did just as well and reestablished businesses and were very, you know, they took that entrepreneurial spirit sure. with them mm-hmm. and they still flourish in spite of, yeah. you know, what they did. But, you know, the history is there and because we didn't deal with it for mm-hmm. people of the ones that are left behind, you know, right. so it's a whole different experience. Yeah. So, right. Wow. And I can only imagine the fight. Like what after that all is all happening, how do you gather yourself and just be like, right. okay, well now we go to this place and try to get some help. You yeah, know, it's, like, it's just it's like now what? You know. yeah, now, now what? Now what? What do we do? What do we yeah. do? Like you yeah. said, they say, you, you know, you, you um, perish from a lack of knowledge. Yeah. That's what they and say. To me, what Sherry is saying is that knowledge went to L.A. Yeah. That knowledge yeah. went to Atlanta. And that it never came back. went yeah. away. So right. that's why. You know, we, 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 we still we, have. Okay, remember. Yeah. We rebuilt. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 1921. We, we still, yeah. even today, have a lot of people who graduate from high school. Yeah. And they just want to leave Tulsa. Right. right. Because there's nothing go. here. Yeah. They just leave and want to go mm. and never come back. Mm. Yeah. A lot of people have left here and never came back. Yeah, true. You got to think back then, the dollar Shoot. circulated through the community about seven times. Right. Yeah, it did. Right. Now the dollar right. won't circulate for 30 seconds. Right. You know, no. In the area. Right. And one right. reason why, because where are you going to send it? Right. right. Even if you want to. And if, even even if you do live right. in the neighborhood, you right. know somebody in We have a lot of on your house. outgoing, nothing coming in. That's right. Because, right. I mean, we get on that freeway right there and go to Walmart and mm-hmm. we go to different places to get our goods yeah. and anything we know. <laughs> and, you know, they know this is systematically yeah. kind of designed to be that way. Yeah. But my thing is this, black people need to start getting together so we can have economic development. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because right. I'm, I'm so sick of us having our hands out, just expecting somebody to give us something. Right. Boom, some things that we could do for ourselves. That's yeah, right. right. We can open up a cleaners. Mm-hmm. We we need stuff. There's some basic needs that we need in our community. Yeah. There's some now. There's some black millionaires out here. Right. We got a few people. I know of about three or four of them right. that could get together and do some things. And we've got some uh, football players, basketball players, yeah. pro, and mm-hmm. some entertainers. You know, out there that could come and contribute something back. You know, we're focused a lot on what's going on on Greenwood right yeah. now because mm-hmm. of Centennial's coming up, but nobody really goes deep north. Right. Right. You know, right. back out deep north where the real, where a lot of the real action is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Bread, 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 bread and butter. You know, bread and butter. So, you know, nobody goes really deep north. But, you know, the you know. funny thing is, Bobby, that back during those times, and, and you know, um, in the 70s and stuff, that was all white. Right. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That because yeah. my, one of my that. old bosses, she actually graduated from McLean. Yeah. You know, right. McLean right. is, yeah. You know, right. so when you she right about that, that. I was like, what? If she you go to the, the Queen of McLean, and they have like all the pictures right. of the Queens, you know, in the oh, hallway, and you see it, it begins off with white women and then it changes. Transition. You know, yeah. transition. All right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You see that, huh? Yeah, you see that. And here's the why McDonnell Douglas was a major employer. and they brought That's a right. lot of people to work in McDonald Douglas yeah. Airport, and a lot of those people lived in those homes. They mm-hmm. built those subdivisions for those workers, wow. and those are those cute little beginner homes yeah. that yeah. they were able they were. to build, right. low, you know, moderately moderate moderate income. price in yep. homes. 
And then they built those homes. They moved out. When it, when people start coming in, they had the resources to do the white flight to wow. Jinx. Right. Wow. Okay, Jinx was yeah. number one. Man, Jinx this is broke a history lesson, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's, you know, and again, some of them still own their home. Matter of fact, a man that was 86 years old stopped by my neighborhood. I was just standing out there, and mm-hmm. he was standing. You know me. I'm like, hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to speak to you. Yeah. And so he yeah. came, around, and he came, and he said, you know, I used to live on that house in the corner there. He's 86 years old now. Wow. Right, but again, right. that neighborhood, all a lot of places of North Tulsa, we were – with historic Greenwood, we were confined in to that one square, that's right. square area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were wow. confined, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then right. Through, through, throughout time, people start leaving and could afford to buy these homes yeah. by yeah. Burroughs. Because right. Burroughs was, that's Burles right. was the same way. Same way. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly beautiful right. homes in that, oh, it's in that gorgeous neighborhood. Homes yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it yeah. is. So, yeah, yeah really that's, is. that's basically what happened. But from Burroughs to Roosevelt, yeah. all of those there. Once we were able to to get the job, you know, mm-hmm. save the money. And our, our parents were very thrifty. Yeah. You know, Back in and those days, in those yeah, days they, were. they were able to save and go buy a second home mm-hmm. and yeah. rent it out, you mm-hmm. know, that kind of thing. And that's how they built up their wealth. Mm-hmm. So we we are very capable. We're still capable of doing those things. But as history has shown us, you know, we get to the point everybody wants, my son wants to leave too. Yeah. You know, because he wants he to get out of here? He Yes, because he looked around like, well, what the, mama, you left too, but I came back because of grandma. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, it's rare that a lot of people come back, but I'm seeing a few people starting, starting to come back now. They're starting to come, finally come back, yeah. you know. But it's hard uh, because. Well, you know, when I, when I left Houston after being there for 22 years and coming back to Tulsa was kind of a, it, it was like, oh, man, I got to go back to T-Town. But I'm glad I did, you know, to open up this radio station. I had to Tulsa's, like I said earlier when I was uh, doing an interview uh, with the Le- LeBron uh, crew for the documentary, uh, Sol- Salima and crew. When I was doing that, I realized that coming to Tulsa, Tulsa's a place where you have to reinvent yourself. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You have to have something yeah. that you're going to attach Focus yourself on. to. Yeah. Right. Because if you don't, you'll be just drinking mm-hmm. coffee and watching The Price is Right. You know. Come on down. You know. And that's what you'll be doing. Every day you'll be hitting that remote control. Right. Right. Going yeah. on to the, to right. the game right. shows. Right. Watching stuff. Jerry. Exactly. My perspective, because I am a transplant here from Arkansas, is that in, in 20 years, you know, because some mm. people like it'll never come back. But I've been here for 20 years, and I've yeah. watched a You know it. Oh, right. I watched it. All, of, all of the suburban areas Bigsby, Owasso, Broken Arrow, you know, Sky Took, all of them still growing. Do you know that there are smaller communities in North Tulsa, District Number One, that has more economic development than we do? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they got Wal- Walmart stores and little bitty communities. I'm like little, little small towns, pocket, pocket communities. Pocket communities yeah. I'm saying, yeah. wow, shoulder communities yeah. because majority they, of them are right outside yeah. of the city. They have of more Prattville. They have more Prattville. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I discovered yeah. that the other day. Yeah. Wow. Got to. Got to. All of them. They very. Yeah. I mean, more economic. We. They say we got an estimate of about thirty-three thousand people here in black community. Yes. 
And and I look at that um, versus the numbers because I kind of look at the some of that stuff. Yeah. And I'm saying, wow, man, how they get all this stuff? But you know, it got to be strategic. Huh? It, it strategic. has to be strategic. Yeah, and planning. It's all right. Yeah, that's Here's right. Here's a story. Here's the ball I always throw to us when we talk about economic development. Rooftops. You don't have enough homeowners in your community. You That's go. why we can't afford to. Because we've, we've given up a lot of homes. Right. That makes but, sense. Well, no, but you still got to have a place to lay your head. But they go no, outside. They're, they're outside. They're outside. Yeah. Okay, and they are 60, in different communities. Okay, $65 million in North Tulsa when you talk about money that right. people hold. They may even, even if they hold it for 30 seconds, $65 million. Hmm. So you mean to tell me that $65 million can't trickle someplace else within the neighborhood? What happens is people leave Tulsa and move out south into the apartment complexes, and they live. They leave their homes. Sell grandmama's house. Sell grandma's right. house right. or don't pay the taxes on grandma, right. grandma's house Absolutely. and right. lose the property. Right. right. You know, but so, for and that's the what people happens. that are still here, the, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the human beings that are still here within our community. It, TDA did a study, and the study showed that we had at least $65 million. I believe that. I can okay, believe that, too. Liquid that we we could, we could possibly spend in our disposable community. Disposable income, right. Uh, but, but, yes, but we I take agree. it outside of I our agree. community. But there's nothing here to nothing spend here. your money. Yeah, there's, there's nothing to spend your money on. $65 million, you yeah. can't figure out a way People, to buy McDonald's? Can you imagine the dollar store money that's being made from oh, dollar right. stores? Yeah. Right. That's you know, so many. So when yeah. we get that's on that freeway, like I said earlier, and we head out there, we're paying their tax dollars right. out exactly. there. Right. Exactly. exactly. And right. our you tax gotta, you got to remember that McDonald's the top growth in McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Quick Trip is yeah. the number right. two Quick Trip right. in the nation. Exactly. Right. So everything here, so you don't have nation? a lot. Wow. Yeah. The one right here. You know, I got Quick Trip coming in here Wednesday. Oh, wow. really? Oh, you make sure you get a donation. Yeah, when? Yeah, I'm done. Hey. Get some of that barbecue you know, sandwich. Yeah, right. right. I got them coming in here Wednesday. You know, tell them to bring some coupons. Yeah. Right. 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 Oh, you know me like, now. Come on. We don't be doing it, you know. Yeah. All right. But, but you know, uh, that's the plan, you know, so... Mm-hmm. Gentrification and systematic control mm-hmm. is what the system wants to do. They they want to make you feel like you can't have something. Mm-hmm. Well, we can. You know, yeah. but you can have so much. But I think that we've bought into that too. Exactly. Our mind has been conditioned. Right. A lot of us in our community just since we don't have nothing feel like we we're not going to get anything. True. So we stay at home and play cards and dominoes and drink mm-hmm. and some, you know, this party in the mm-hmm. house, you know, uh watch Netflix uh, mm-hmm. or cable or something like that. And that's the only thing we do. Yeah. But I know where you are. I know. Yeah. Thank God and I draw a check. I come back home and I, I realize a lot of people drawing checks mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I like that. Woo, everybody got a monthly check, whether it be yeah. disability or disability. social security yeah. or some type of assistance check. And everybody, you know, is but on those some... monthly checks aren't. I mean, they're barely getting by with the monthly checks. Yeah, I don't know sure. what they're but doing, the but they get. You don't they see people it. doing anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't but, see, see the spirit mm-hmm, of Greenwood mm-hmm. was everybody was working together. That's everybody true. had a hustle. Everybody had a business. So collectively, yes. they were doing something. So if you had a son and he needed a job, then you send him down there to Mr. Johnson over there to learn how to work on cars. Right. Or he you go send him over to the grocery store. store. Yeah. And learn how to cut some meat. Right. We created nothing in here. We create exactly. We created entrepreneurship. I just have to do a few things in the community because I'm the number one ranked domino player in the world. 
dominoes. I tell you, I tell you, I think where the money is going is the casinos. Like if it's Man. strategically oh, yeah. placed within our community, right on the hill where oh, no, you but take your shit. downtown. Yeah, yeah, they say the downtown casino. You're talking about the downtown casino. You remember a couple years ago when they said we're going to bring. Economic development to North Tulsa. They want yeah. to build a juvenile facility. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. 2015, I was there and I was, was like, there. oh right. no, baby, that's, that's crazy. We don't want money that way. Right. <laughs> juvenile detention center. And that yeah. was supposed to spur economic development. Yeah. And you, no. we were no. supposed to be dumb enough to Thumb buy that. down. Yeah. Yeah. No. They try to give you the things that you yeah. don't want. The right. thing that you yeah. know will be detrimental. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, look here. We're going to take a little short pause for the calls. You're on KBOB 89.9 FM. This is the Bobby Eaton Show. And hey, we got a great topics coming up. We're going to be right back. So stick around. And meanwhile, hey, before we leave, I want to give a shout out to my business partner, Dean Finley, North Star Security, you guys. Hey, my cousin. You know what I mean? Yay. So we're going to be right back. So stick around. That's Dean Finley. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
resides in the Tulsa Black-Owned Business Guide. It's a monthly publication reaching all of Oklahoma and beyond, giving exclusive content about your business and many businesses that are connected to you. Full page and half pages are available. Purchase an artwork or two on the 25th of each month. Visit us online right now at www.tulsabobn.com for more details. Or email us right now at tulsabobn at gmail.com for pricing. Azurac is a youth and family fun center located at 5424 North Madison Avenue in Tulsa, Oklahoma. At Edurex, we offer a host of activities for children and families of the Tulsa community at little to no cost. To find out about the many programs, activities, and services offered at Edurex, please visit our website, www.edurectulsa.com, or just give us a call at 918-430-3947. Fitting Back In is a reintegration program designed to help those released from prison to fit back into the community as productive, valuable members of society. They help schedule various classes such as anger management, substance abuse, and mental health. They also work with different programs in the community to provide job training. If you or someone you know needs help with resources in career development, employment, or housing, to find out more information, call 918-592-3500 or stop by. 2121 North Harvard Avenue, Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Hello, Tulsa. This is Janetta Cole with Sunday Dinner and More by Janet, your weekend soul spot. Every Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. We're located 531 East Apache in the historic Apache Circle Center. Of course, during these times, it's carry-out only, but you can call 918-951-5143. That's Sunday Dinner and More by Janet. North Star Security and Private Investigation provides over 35 years of experience to ensure your security and investigation needs are met. Our officers are CLEAT and state certified. If you are seeking employment, stop by our website at www.northstarsecurityandpi.com. For details on quotes and employment opportunities, call today at 918-248-6592. That's 918-248-6592. North Star Security and Private Investigation. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroot Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to The Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. All right. Hey, we're back here on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. 
And boy, we got a great show going on with a host of people. Tune in every to the Bobby Eaton Show every Monday, Wednesday, 6 p.m. And on Saturdays from 12 noon until. All right. How y'all guys doing? We're back. Doing, doing good. Doing, doing good. good. Yeah. So we've been talking about Black Wall Street. And um, what can you guys, you guys went on the tour. Yeah. Right. So tell us a little bit about the tour of Black Wall Street, because there's a, a tour you can go on. Right. And um, it's hosted by uh, Chief, Chief right. and, and Christy, Christy, right? Oh, Christy Williams. Yeah. yeah. So I'll tell just, us about it. I'll just say it, it is life-changing. Right. Um, shout out to Chief and Christy with the tour that they do. Um, you almost feel like you back in those times, the way they explain it. And and a few of the things that just really stuck out in my mind amongst a lot of things was the fact that it was an 11-year-old young girl that was actually a millionaire, you know, yeah, and a, um, Native a Native American girl. And I was thinking to myself, wow, just um, 11 years old. Right. And I think also um, just walking around, the matter what you think, and just getting a chance for them to break down a little bit more of just the, the financial position that everybody was in right. and, and starting at the memorial where you saw all those claims, you know, just millions and millions of dollars, was, you know, over three, almost $3 million worth over $3 million. Insurance and they claims. had insurance claims and they had everybody accounts um, okay. that were up on there. You would see people have 65,000, dollars millionaires just all over that. So that was impactful. And then uh, the fact that we had the, the largest, uh, hotel in the nicest hotel in the nation. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. And then the nicest Everything <laughs> and the largest home. theater right here in Tulsa. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Dreamland Theater, right. yeah. You know, Dreamland Theater and all of that. So just, and, and another thing for me is then I didn't realize how large uh, Black Wall Street was. Oh, God. Right. Yeah. I didn't know. You know, you'd be thinking, because you see that you think one that little, little block, that little street area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that little corner. You went all the way down. This way, and then yeah. three blocks the other way, and then when we rode around, it took us about twenty minutes. It right. lets you know how big it was. Right. Get around yeah. those right. What you right. think, Molly? You both so and raised. I think the thing that um, really struck me was that you know what the. the the one of the things that Chief said was the fact that it had the infrastructure of a city, mm-hmm. but it was a community. Right. Wow. You know what I mean? So we had carpenters, you know, we had yeah. plumbers and electricians and all of that, that only service just North Tulsa mm-hmm. How, or Greenwood, you yeah. know, just that wow. area. Um, mm-hmm. And that um, a lot of the um, uh, white citizens would come to North Tulsa, um, to Greenwood, oh, yeah, in because order to of, utilize the services that we had to exactly. offer. And the entertainment. Exactly. You know, because we had some big entertainers that come through the, down there on Greenwood. You know, Ray Charles, Duke Ellington, right. Cab right. Calloway, you name them, they came. They came. Ike and Tina Turner. I heard, I heard that, um, I even heard that, that uh, James Brown came into town. I mean, was, wow. did he came and perform to the Big Ten Ball? Like just now, now, he came like, to North Tulsa to the Big Ten Ballroom, all ball Capitol. Back, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he did yeah. come over there. I Tina, Rachel, all of them, BB King, all of them came over there. Yeah, wow. They used to come to Tulsa, right. you guys, right? Yeah. You know, all exactly. those big iconic uh, artists would show up right here on mm-hmm. a regular basis, yeah. right? Because yeah. it was the spot. It was the to spot to come, yeah. you know, yeah. because you were treated well. You didn't have to go back or oh, anything. You had the hotels that you would stay in. Wow, so right. you had yeah. that type of. You had everything you, know, you needed. You didn't have to go anywhere, right? 
my grandmother actually lived on Greenwood after the rebirth. So it's so funny that this is such a, a, a dirty little secret um, in our city. I didn't even know that my grandmother was actually here in Tulsa when the she escaped from the massacre. She did. Right. And then wow. went Your grandmother to, escaped? Yeah, and went to Hugo, Oklahoma, huh. mm-hmm. and, and lived there for a while and then came back to Tulsa. Wow. And I was like, Mama, why come you ain't never told me? Your yeah. grandma ran. Right. She ran away. That, she that, 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 speaks, that speaks to the trauma that maybe some had held right. and, and even not passing down. So if we didn't get that passed down to us to talk about what was, just imagine the things that we had missed, you know, yeah, and the things that we needed, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So. And I can remember Grandma living mm-hmm. on Greenwood when I was born. I was born in 1968, and she lived across the street from the brickyard. That okay. used to be, and, and we would let, you know, my cousins and I would like sleep on the porch, uh-huh. you know, and yeah. some of the sounds we would hear would be the brickyard, them over yeah, the, brickyard, the brickyard, making yeah. the brick. Well, wow. yeah. We used to go play in the brickyard. Yeah. brickyard. Until they ran us out of there, you know what I mean? Why y'all go play in the brickyard? Hopping <laughs> <laughs> that fool with bricks. Boys, being grabbing okay. bricks and building stuff, yeah, you know, build, like building sense. blocks and all that kind of stuff. You know, think about back then, they had 30 grocery stores. Right. Could you imagine that? What? We can't even get, get one. one. We got one grocery <laughs> store coming up right now. Then yeah. 30. So it's hard oh, yeah. to imagine wow. 30 different grocery stores. But when you have a community within a community and you have right. your little mom and pop grocery oh, stores, that's easy to mm-hmm. go. Could you imagine us? We even had banks. Think about that. Yeah. Bank wow. yeah, yeah, absolutely. We yeah. don't even have one black bank here. In North Tulsa. Nope, right. not at all. Then, I can home. remember Grandma would say, "Hey, go next door to Miss Cleveland's and tell her that I need some sugar and some this and, yeah, that. and I didn't have do to that. have no money. No, I just go up and she say, put it on my, her tab. My grandma said she yeah. wants this, 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 and right. they give it to me, and yeah. I, you know, you go back over they and put it on know, her tab. Yeah, put it on her tab, and yeah, Grandma just take care of it. I think, like even today, I think. We have a lot of people that want to be an entrepreneur. They just don't know the way. Yeah, like, where to a go? Lot of people that young, they don't know where to go. They disconnect with. But back then, what they did, if you had those um, aspirations, they would bring you in, teach you, and give you the money. Wow. Then if you come online they and would. support you wow. in right. being successful, they would back you. So mm-hmm. and then tell the rest of the community to support what you bring online. Right. So right. to me, it made it much easier to succeed back. It's like they had the blueprint. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did of a, a successful community way back then. Right. It was a blueprint yeah. also, but you had family members, and so whatever your family member, like your family had, like man grocery store. Right. Okay. That was a trade. That yeah. was that, that the families worked in the grocery store. Sure. Or the um, butcher that we had over here. The family worked. Yeah. It was a family thing. Banfields, all my, that. My right. dad in construction, his dad was in construction. Right. So that whole thing. So whatever your parents did, the kids had to support. So you, you're pretty much like, you, you don't you get grew up in, in that work. environment. Right. Right. You just grew up right. doing it. You already knew how to run a store or a business because your parents, your parents and grand, did it. your parents did it. So right. you already. So do you guys are, think that education had something to do with that? Because at some point, maybe somebody decided, well, I don't want to be a butcher. You know, grandpa was a butcher and my great grandpa was well, a butcher. That, that and I happened. Do that. I'm pretty yeah. sure it did. Yeah. You yeah. know. So just just like the flight, like maybe just like you said, as as a young entrepreneur, you're here in Tulsa, and I think they have more access to go different places than over. Mm-hmm. I mean, as time progressed on, you get exposed to what's out there, right. and of course, you know, leaving Tulsa and and getting out there, but not getting the history on how to take the blueprint and build it in another community, you mm-hmm. know, and that was that was the thing that I hate to see that that didn't flourish you know uh someone from tulsa went to go build another town that just right. flourished just as well right. as, as greenwood but i don't want us know? to lose sight of mm-hmm. we re- our 
ancestors rebuilt mm-hmm. Greenwood. Absolutely. And Greenwood so was, you said 1968. So from 1968, it continued on until sure. 1976. I know specifically during the Jimmy Carter administration, mm-hmm. it was a group of black businessmen that were supposed to go to D.C. Mm-hmm. to be a part of the black enterprise. We have black enterprise mm-hmm. used to mm-hmm. have a, this is just, I'm talking about 1976 they were doing that, right. acknowledging black businesses. And Tulsa, Oklahoma was a part of that group. What happened, there was some type of like, no, you couldn't travel or something. Something Mm -hmm. happened in 76 where they couldn't make it. But I just remember my mom and Mr. Harris, Clovis Harrison, he was an accountant, Mm -hmm. and and Mr. Thomas, the banker, they were all making plans to go there. So it's still within our lifetime. I still see it. That's how I know these things happened Mm -hmm. recently. Mm -hmm. And as a result of you know, believing more opportunities than being, you know, the funding that you used to get. Because you could go, Mr. Tom, you can go to American State Bank. That's who you bank with. That's right. know yeah. you. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, we confront you, 10, because we know we're going to get it back. Right. But, you, you know, American State Bank, um, Barry Sanders bought that bank. Right. right. He right. bought that bank. Right. But we just didn't support it. Mm-hmm. We in our community just didn't go and support that bank. So he sold it for a dollar to a Hispanic. That's, that's why it's a church. Uh, that building. Right. That yeah. Building. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you you be saying, wow, man, we did. We need to support our black businesses. Right. You know, because mm-hmm. you never know, you know, because that's why we don't have no bank right now. So mm-hmm. would you say that now that everything is digital, does that change the game for what Greenwood could be again? Like now that you buy everything online and have it shipped to your house, does that change the game for it Black Wall Street? It definitely changes. Yeah, I think game. for the new generation mm-hmm. and the younger people, it does. It mm-hmm. does. Because they're not maybe as sentimental for Greenwood as some of the the us that I'm gonna say, had to go to brick and mortar. Yeah, brick and mortar yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they grew up in a technical type situation. Mm-hmm. So but everything you can is technology. create technology hubs, you know, true. where kids right. could true. go to yeah. or, you know, the younger generation. Yeah. You know, create something that brings them and makes them a part of mm-hmm. well, the isolates thing, them. True. The thing true. about it is for me is you have to teach. Absolutely. Right. Yes. It's all about the yes. education and the culture and the sure. knowledge. You have to teach, 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 teach mm-hmm. them babies. Mm-hmm. Tell them about what took place. Mm-hmm. Tell them about economic development and jobs and all of that. You got we gotta we gotta start teaching. And and because you know? and I, I I agree with that. The one thing that is happening, I think Tulsa is gonna be the next boom. It was first it was oil and now I think the next boom is gonna be tech. With right. Tesla even mm-hmm. looking at Tulsa being in consideration, Better. that mm-hmm. just tells you what tech is gonna happen. But we need to teach what happened back then of uh, the 1921 race massacre mm-hmm. so that and how the eminent domain had happened mm-hmm. and, and how with with uh, insurance, you know, families weren't able mm-hmm. to get insurance. Mm-hmm. And so you can see the resurgence. And during 1918, there was a pandemic that was happening then. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so it's, it's Yeah. And they survived and mm-hmm. they thrived exactly. through all of that. Well, I, you know, I want to go back. I want to go back to what you were talking about, education and teaching. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Booker T. Yeah. Washington High School, not Ooh, Tulsa, Washington. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You say Booker, Booker T. Washington yeah. High School. Mm-hmm. All of all of our prominent people came out of there before. Absolutely. You know, I'm well, talking yeah. about, yeah, Booker T. True. Booker T. Washington High School was like our castle, our pillar in our community. Exactly. Absolutely. And that high exactly. school, 
everybody went there at that particular right. time. Right. 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 And Carver Middle School fed Booger T. Washington and Marion Anderson fed Booger T. Washington mm-hmm. and the schools like Burroughs and Bunch and they all were, those. They, they were on the fringe. Is on the fringe. Yeah. But everybody went there. And when you right. went back in those days and when you went to Booger T, they knew your teacher. I mean, oh, they knew your mother. They, yeah. they knew yeah. your father. Yeah. Yeah. Family. You couldn't the cut community. up. Yeah. They were part of the community. Right. So I couldn't get in no trouble at school right. because... <laughs> My teacher, my grandpa cut his hair. Right. You know what I mean? He cut his hair, so, you know, he going to tell it, you know, in the conversation. So you just, you couldn't do a lot of stuff, you know? But get back to what you're talking about, education, Mm -hmm. those jobs. Like Mm -hmm. the Taylor, Mr. is it Ben Taylor or Ben? No, no. uh, You talking about Big Ben. Big Ben. Big Big Ben Ben was like one of the major tailors because they had two major. Big Ben used to come to the barbershop. My grandpa used to cut his hair. Again. (laughs) Trade. You know, and Booker T. Washington was about trade. You know what? Because yeah. I made. went to Booger yeah. T because Big Ben taught tailoring. Wow. You know, and I lived in, hey, and I lived in McLean District. Okay. Okay. Wow. Uh, from Mohawk by Clovis Harrison and yeah, right. oh, that was considered that was the border the, 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 you know, borderline. The but I had to go to Booger T. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we kind of fudged the address, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean, to my yeah. aunt's address over in the Booger T right. district. Yeah. Went to Booger T and took up if they didn't have another school, which mm-hmm. was tailoring. Mm-hmm. And I used to go up in that tailoring class, y'all, and I used to clown. So <laughs> <laughs> one day, Big Ben knew my grandpa, and he knew I knew everything. He said, boy, you need to just go on down on Greenwood and get a head start. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what he used to say, stuff like, get a head start. Yes. One day, me and uh, Paul Washington, my classmate, got in trouble. Mm. And Big Art Williams was a dean of boys. Mm. He was six foot two. Oh, right. Big old ball yeah, head. Man. Whole man. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was like. So, uh, Big Ben say, Eaton, little Eaton, y'all going on over to, uh, to, 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 to Mr. Williams' office. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. y'all going on, y'all ain't doing nothing up in here. <laughs> so, we went on time. we went on up in there. And you know what he did? We said, Eaton, he said, man, what y'all, what you doing up there? Uh, uh, Big Ben sent you in here? I said, yes, sir. <laughs> you know what I mean? He said, you in Washington, come on over with me. I got something for you. Battle. So, yeah, you already know. <laughs> took us to the janitor's closet, <laughs> the janitor's room, and you know what he did? What's that? He handed me the pad. Oh, Lord. He said, eat, and I tighten him up. Oh. <laughs> you know, I said, this is my friend. You know what I mean? You want me to, you know, he said, yeah, give him some. And he stood there with his arms crossed. You going to give him some? So I said, I kind of like my friend, I wasn't going to just tighten you, him up real hard. I just yeah. kind of like, pow, gave him a little pat. Like, right. He said, he didn't know. He grabbed that boy from me Uh-oh. and grabbed my pants. And let me show you. And then he handed me back the boys, right? <laughs> and then I gave him one. Pow! <laughs> he gave me one. Pow! He said, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, man, I'll never, I'll never forget that. Man, the days of my life. Wow. You know what I mean? And then... Would y'all still friends after yeah, that though. Yeah, we were still, <laughs> yeah, we were still friends. And then he put me in his office uh-huh. for that period and let me stamp people's 
uh, passes pass. and stuff, <laughs> you know, and work for him. I was in there working for him and stuff. Negroes coming in there when he wasn't in there. <laughs> yeah. Bobby, give me a pass back to class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Booker T. Washington, let me tell you, man, the hijinks and the towel. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't beat that, man. Oh, that, was, yeah. that was like a star search or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. American yeah. Idol, you yeah. know what I mean? It was, like, it was so... We talk about education. That's where education. comes from. And, yeah. and yeah. we can't... We're having a difficult time duplicating that yeah. because right. our oh, teachers sure. came from our community. Right. Our principals lived in our community. So you know when you messed up, they were going to take care of you. When you right. got home, somebody else was going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. So it was a, a sense of community there. It right? was community. And when we started the integration and busing, Oklahoma is known, Tulsa is known for its busing program. We right. bus kids mm-hmm. from Back in the day, it was like 56th Street North. They weren't going. They weren't sending kids to McLean. You were, there are certain right. areas you would go to Addison, and right. other areas you go to bad. East Central. Mm-hmm. So you broke, literally broke down a community of people. Mm-hmm. So it affects education. Yeah. So, we were the yeah, that's last. True. That's true. Black class at Booker T. Washington High School. Really? 1972. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. After that, integration came in. Right. The magnet school. The magnet program. school. Right. And the whites said, well, if our children have to go to Booker T., we're going to change Booker T. Mm-hmm. We're going to invest money into the corporate structure, and we're going to make it a program to where you have to have high grades mm-hmm. in order to yeah. even attend. You can yeah. live across the street and couldn't That's even right. go. Yeah. 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 Right. So, that was magnet school system. Exactly. That, was, that was the beginning of practicing. You have to understand the mm-hmm. history. So we started the magnet school system, and we were we became the model for other schools outside of wow, the state and the exactly. country. Yeah. So we forget those things. Mm-hmm. And, and I think – oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Now, go ahead. I'm saying, too, because we're talking about bright minds. And, right. and Damali said that education is the key because at Edgerick, you know, even though it's a small youth and family fund center, mm-hmm. Ramal was there, we had a summer camp, and every summer – Wells Fargo would come in. They have this curriculum called Money Talks, mm-hmm. and their executives come down and teach our elementary kids. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Frank, he came in, and, and he had never been here, so he was looking around. He said, man, right over to North Tulsa, I was shaking my head because he does these classes all over the U.S. Okay. So he said coming in, he had some questions about this situation, yeah. but he went in and taught our kids. And when he came out, he bought all of our staff mm-hmm. food. He bought everybody lunch, and it's like 25 of us. Did he? He did because he said – these kids have some of the brightest minds that mm-hmm. I've ever seen, and I travel all over the U.S., and I just want to apologize to you guys, you know, from having these preconceived notions about the kids prior to. He said he was talking to them. They created a whole community, a system, and all of that together. Oh, he was yeah. just so overly yeah. impressed. And yeah. after that, Wells Fargo came back for probably five years yeah. teaching that curriculum, and yeah. he always talks about old Frank Howard. Yeah. He still yeah. speaks about yeah. that today. Right. And that's key. That's important. We do have a lot of bright children. I mean, with technology in their hands today, like, they so, they're so much more advanced mm-hmm. than what some of us, like, you know, even in my generation were, but they are born with phones in their hands now, you know, oh, and, it's, oh, you got and they babies. get exposed to France and, you know, all right. these great things, places. The, 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 Good thing about the technology is you can travel. Yeah, you right. you can get a lot of information. I mean, you can get a degree on your cell phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to do. The bad thing is, about it is, people using it for foolishness, yeah. and right. ignorance. Right. Yeah. You know, and just kind of like I mean, you know, I see a lot of a lot of people demeaning women mm-hmm. on there, yeah. and I see a lot of women demeaning themselves. Yeah. Right. A lot right. of guys demeaning themselves and right. doing some crazy mm-hmm. stuff. So it's 
you know, it's a give or take situation. And, and I think that they need to have a hand held through the guidance of all, like all the foolishness that's out right. there, you know? So I think it's up to like just the different generations, even at, that we have at this table to collectively have these conversations, right. but then go in with the curriculum to teach our youth the way that we know that the youth should learn, you know, and, and actually work at it every single day. And that's what Edurek is doing today. You know, it's taking on the helm of education, uh, helping them to unlearn and relearn the right unlearn way to do it. Unlearn what they've learned. That's, yeah. what, that's, that's what I did though about this shit <laughs> yeah. because Edurek is education and recreation combined. And he mm-hmm. said, Charles, when you give them something, they, you know they didn't want to do to have fun. Yeah. So that's game. You got to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is this, um, in our after school program, our first group of kids, it was 25 kids, everybody grades, D, D plus, and F. F, and this is August. By December, we implemented a lot of life skills and worked with Miss George. Miss George, just like a head of the community. She taught those kids. And Bobby, by the time the school year was over, these same group of kids were like honor roll students. They were student of the month. The principals and the teachers are calling, like, what's going on? So my thoughts, you just got to give these kids hope. Another thing, we give them food. Yeah, right. We like to eat. It's amazing how far you can go with snacks. Right. But to give them something to eat and some fun to do in these kids now, eight years later, a lot of them now in college. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, do we, do any of them ever come back? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. They come back, they come back to see all you. The they come back yeah, and visit. All the time. And now yeah. they are, you know, and they volunteer to right. teach math and science Love and it. reading at the program right. during the summer because of what they got yeah. over. And that's yeah. the best. Yeah. So, Manny, yeah. shout out to Manny. Yeah, yeah. Right. Manny, Manny. <laughs> but I think, too, you know, just like we're talking about is, you know, we've got to change with the time. Yeah. You know, with yeah, the you do. You really do. The, you know, of course, coronavirus is something new for all of us. We've never lived through this, never experienced it before. And because of it, we ended up having to shut down Edgerex, um uh, summer or spring break camp, spring break camp um, yeah. which was devastating to our parents because mm-hmm. and our kids, they look forward to doing this, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and. But what we did instead of saying, you know, okay, well, that's it. We just all going to sit at home and be shut in the house. Mm -hmm. We came up with a way and tried to figure out how can we still reach our kids to keep them engaged, to talk about something that's healthy, but still give them fun where they're still learning. Right. um, But create it in a digital format so that, you know, people can see it, which is how we came up with the the virtual cooking contest. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell y'all, some of that food Mm -hmm. looks so good. Oh, my God. I can reach through the screen. Let me taste this. Right. And, and then we went and searched for people. Yeah. And, well, we didn't have to search far. We you know, just picked up the phone and called all right. them all. The host. But you want Thank fun you. people that kids, you know, are used to interacting right. with. You know, exactly. Ramal is everywhere. So everybody is used to seeing his face. He's mm-hmm. a positive role model, yeah. you know, to the kids in our community. So it just, it just worked out. So we've yeah. got to be fluid. Yeah. And we've got to be liquid, and we still got to teach these mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. But we've got to do it on their level. We had those kids had so much fun doing that cooking contest. They, they had, had a, they a had blast. Ball, yes, and, absolutely. And when I look at like we, you know, look at what our ancestors missed, missed, you know, right. where they made the mistake. And I think that's where we today, you know, within this life cycle of a hundred years, we're stepping in and we're taking the time to figure out what the history was and to step in and to be that support, man. So that's what I love about the education that we are giving today. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Well, we're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. We're going to take a little break. You can dial the number 646-716-5525. Don't forget to press that one button. We'll be right back.
You're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. That's my little motto right there. That's what we're doing. Hey, Ramal, the yes, hometown sir. heat. Yes, the Molly Wilson. Hey, hey, hey. Charles Harper. What's up? Sherry Lasky. Oh, so yeah. Amazing. So we've been talking, having a great conversation about a variety of different stuff yeah. uh, in the community. And we want to continue on uh, giving. We just got to work on our children. Yeah. It's all about our yeah. children yeah. because they are our future. That's right. right. And if we don't educate them now while they 
you know, young and stuff like that. We're going to have a lost breed. So mm-hmm. I have a question. So yeah. how do you guys feel about, you know, when the law was passed that you now have to teach about Black Wall Street and the, and the race massacre um, in classes? Like, how do you guys feel about that today? And do you think it would really be implemented in Jinx, Wasso, like places like that? I think it depends on the teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think it depends on the teacher. And um, I would. It's funny that you said that because I was going to ask that because I know that they started that this year yeah. and approved of it yeah, this year, which I think is right, good. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And I'll just say this: I think it's good because there's so many adults here that live in Tulsa, from Tulsa, right. that they said they didn't learn about or even hear about it oh, until they no. went to college. That's true. And that was amazing to me yeah. of how it, the mother keeps saying a little secret because people that live in Tulsa. Had not heard not, of the massacre. Wouldn't it be a trip home. you leave and go to another college and people know more about what's going on yeah. in your own town? Right, yeah. you right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Demario Solomon, Solomon said, said that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you. Yeah, some you people said, about what about the man? He said, what you talking about? And, and yeah. Demario, I know you were about, about to say something about that. Like, how do you feel about that as a whole? So I think it, 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 it's good, but I think that we need to have a central curriculum that's being taught, you mm-hmm. know, so that people are not just out there winging it and giving their own watered down version yeah. of yeah. what that story is. Yeah. You know, it just is what it is. It's no different mm-hmm. than, you know, um, slavery. Yeah. It's no different than any of the other tragic things that have happened in our history yeah. as a country. Right, right. So let's not water it down. Let's just let it be what it is right, and just right. figure out how we can move forward from that point, yeah. you know, to, to, to do different with our children yeah. today. Yeah. And I will say the one thing that Cherry was talking about, mm-hmm. about um, the um, magnet school program. So for me, I graduated from Booker T. Washington in 1986. My, my whole family went to Booker T. You know, mm-hmm. my mom, my aunts, uncles, right. you know, everybody graduated from, because it was the only high school right. that was in North Tulsa. That was the only school we, we didn't have a choice. Right. Um, they went to Carver. I went to Carver. You know, I'm just following their footsteps, right? Yeah. Um, but I will You're say, cat, huh? I'm a Carver Wildcat. <laughs> wildcat. Yeah. But I will say this um, that about my experience as, you know, in the magnet program, the one thing that it did for me. And my classmates that I grew up with is it taught us a sense of community right. with each other. Right. See, it wasn't just all black and it wasn't just all white. It was about us together as a collective. Right. Yeah. Me, you know, our classmates, we are very, very close to this day. Right. Um, the Black Lives Matter movement is a movement that, that my class, my white classmates are very passionate about because they formed relationship and a true bond mm-hmm. with us, you know. So it, it made it work. That, that's that where the, the difference is coming. And that's, yeah. that's, that's where the difference The generation are now and in, have intermingled on the young set. Right. And, you know, I just witnessed, uh, I was looking at uh, YouTube and a white mother and her daughter were getting into it, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, about Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Right. The younger teenage girl mm-hmm. was defending it in such an utmost mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. and the mother was against it. Mm-hmm. And they were going bad, battling wow. back and forth. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of the young whites are primarily tired of the old Jim Crow mentality mm-hmm. and the slave mentality that some of their yeah. ancestors and grandmas and grandpas have implemented. Yeah. And like you said, if you went to school, mm-hmm. you, you know, integrated, become friends, friends. friends. Maybe you had the opportunity to become friends right. in school. Right. right. In that right. setting. Yeah. In that right. It's organic. Yeah. It's yeah. organic. Yeah. yeah. Happened in that magazine. Well, so, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Cause somebody going to have to explain to me. I went to Langston University. Right. That's where I graduated. From. Yeah. Right. Shout out to LU. Yeah. 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 But you and Dean Finley went there. Dean in the background 
over there. Like, yeah. But, let me, but see, uh-huh. I, I moved to Tulsa after I graduated in 2000. Right. And I went to a, a, a Booker T. Washington high school football game. Okay. I'm like, this is Langston University. Right. 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 I'm so glad. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. There has to be a connection between Booker T. Washington right. and Langston. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. There is because majority yeah. of their te- uh, a majority of your African American teachers that were uh-huh. at Booker T. Uh-huh. Went to Langston. Langston. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. The band director, Mr. Davis, mm-hmm. he was at Langston. So right. yeah, that's where you get and that. My, my cousin Julian Northington taught. Music at Langston, mm-hmm. you know, and he taught that back in the even before Mr. Davis, and we had Clyde, yeah, exactly. Clyde Yeldale, yes, and, yeah, yeah. and it was a lot of great teachers at Booker T. Washington. Yeah. A lot, mm-hmm. and a, lot, and a majority a, of them came from Langston. Langston. Right. Yeah, yeah the Black the University. I gotta do my homework. I heard something that that actually Langston was birthed out of Booker, birthed out of Booker T. Wow. Like I don't people know that about went that. to, you don't know about but that. I don't know, you know about that one, right? Yeah, there. yeah. Sure. But I know I back know. In, back in my time, you know, back like I'm back in my time. You had you had a lot of black high schools throughout, like in uh, uh, Muskogee Bulldogs yeah. down there, yeah. Muskogee, Oklahoma, OC Douglas, and you know, and all the black schools. Throughout yeah. the state, you know, and they would come together whenever they had that, that rivalry, right? Yeah. And they play each other for all the rivalry yeah. turnout. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And see, that's one of the things that you're talking about, Damari. You, you guys are talking about when we talk about when we're in those magnet school settings from mm-hmm. Carver, mm-hmm. from Carver to Booker T. Right. We had classmates that came from other parts of the city. Most that's of right. The white students, majority of them came from other parts of the city. Right. So we built relationships yep. with them. Yep. So we had yep. a different experience. Yep. And so that's moved on. But the other thing is our other classmates that didn't get to go to Booker T, that went mm. to Rogers or mm-hmm. McLean, mm-hmm. we also had a sense of community with them yeah. right. as well. That's well right. Because a lot of them lived yeah. in the they same lived, community. They lived in yeah. the same See, community yeah. and we didn't separate I went to Mary, ourselves. I went to Marion Anderson. My brother did too. You know, but I knew everybody at Carver. That's right. Because this is almost half this Carver district right That's here. right. So I, you just knew everybody. But nowadays, yeah. now... They like don't know each other. And so, and with that, so Miss Sherry, I want to know because you said a word. I heard it. You said uh, it's symbolic. Mm -hmm. You know, symbolic the fact that they are educating about Black Wall Street within the classrooms. Right. I'm interested to hear your perspective when you just say it's just symbolic. Like, how do you? It's symbolic because the curriculum is going to be a a, it it will be a whitewashed curriculum. That's Mm -hmm. right. You know that number one. Okay. And they will pr- tell you this is the – you go to TP Tulsa Public Schools, they mm-hmm. have a curriculum already made up for, for Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to go back to – I was teaching science, and one day I was like, I don't give a damn. Y'all going to learn about Black Wall Street today. <laughs> and when I started talking about it, a lot of the <laughs> kind of teachers yeah. you need, yeah, like, you know, right? you back I'm, in the day, a lot soldier. of the students were like, what? This yeah. really happened. Those that watched, they were right. like, this really – yes, mm-hmm. baby, this really happened. So – this is where you find the additional information. This was 2018. Mm-hmm. I was doing, and then, and they did not know. A lot of those students mm-hmm. didn't know. They didn't even yeah. know, right? So they had no they idea, huh? No, and this is in East Central, so this was not a part of the history curriculum, right? Okay, right. but just so happened later on that year that display that was at the airport about Black Wall Street. Oh, yeah. 
it yeah. was on display there, yeah. you know, later. But I was just like, a lot of them had no idea. So that's what I'm saying. If if we mm-hmm. teach the truth yeah. right. and yeah. what really right. happened and right. give the actual facts of what happened, don't right. water it down because it is what it is. Yeah. Right. You know, we can't go back and change that. Right. It wasn't, you know, our parents yeah, or, you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it wasn't their parents it wasn't either. Their, yeah. So <laughs> right. it's like, it's, it's over with. It's a yeah. hundred years ago. Yeah. Times were definitely different. Yeah. Just like we had slavery and all of that. We don't have any yeah. of that anymore. Right. So at the end of the day, it just is what it is. Yeah. Let's just teach it for what it is. Yeah. Don't water it down. Let it be that because now kids can make a you know a decision. Yeah. Yeah, you know, can. and so what yes. I was saying about my classmates is you know we can discern right and wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, so knowing the true story lets you know how you want to respond. Yeah. You know to what's happening in our country yes. right now. Yeah. And so right now. I have my white classmates that are calling, you know, we, we have a group chat that mm-hmm, we all, you know, mm-hmm. correspond in. And they're like, hey, what are we going to do? You know, when, when George Floyd was killed, you know, they were like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. You know, what are we going to do? Oh, you more outraged. Like, you had more, you yeah. had more whites protesting than you did black. Absolutely. Right. They were out there like, hey, they standing up for their black brothers and mm-hmm. sisters. Yeah. And if I they think that comes in. from, you know, yeah. being, you know, being ex- because if you teach if you teach your children that they should be afraid of black people yeah. you know then that's what they that, that's what they know yeah. you know um and then that's how they respond to whatever yeah. but if yeah. you teach them that we are all one people right you know, mm-hmm. we're the human race. Right. You know, and we need to learn how to get along with one another because yeah. we're all on this planet together. Mm-hmm. I think, too, and I think we're far enough removed from it yeah. that this new generation coming up, they they're don't want no parts of yeah. it. Yeah. Right. No of that like, nonsense. Yeah. And it makes you kind of feel bad. They want to say, well, if y'all wanted to do that, yeah. right. then that's, that's on y'all. We'd yeah. rather live in a world where mm-hmm. we work together. Yeah. We want to do right. TikTok videos. We got to get our love going. Do you feel like we're too far removed from Black Wall Street to ever bring it back no. to the centennial being a year from I, I just think if we could have some unity mm-hmm. and get together and build Black Wall Street, see, it has to be some kind of unification. Mm-hmm. That's what they were about. They were about mm-hmm. unity, mm-hmm. Right. getting together. together. If you had a house, I help you build your house. Right. You'd help Ramal build his. Mm-hmm. You help Damali get hers or Sherry get theirs, and we would work together. Mm-hmm. If we're, we could ever get to that point to where we can get increase back increase our frontline soldiers right. right? because you know yourself here in Tulsa you can go to a town hall meeting and you know who's going to be there mm-hmm. you know you yeah. can count them so and so so and so and see them and, mm-hmm. and we we got to increase the numbers yeah. and if we need you never see young people so you got to get the young involved mm-hmm. right. and you got to let them go mm-hmm. and let them get involved as long as they got the history and got the knowledge yeah. mm-hmm. let them have some creative New day, day ideas and not just be stagnant. It's kind of like that old preacher in the pulpit who don't want to sit down. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're 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 stay there at 95 <laughs> up in there preaching the same thing you've been preaching so you, without yeah. passing the torch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We got to pass the torch. So we need about so we need about 10 more Vanessa Hall Harper. Oh, yeah. 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 About five yeah. more yeah. Dr. Tiffany Crutches. Yeah. 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 Right. Some more Charles Harpers and Ramals and They're breaking the barrier of what was like the silence that the cast that we had on us, they're breaking that barrier and they're not only just going to express, but they're actually making change in City right. Hall. And I think that was the area and within the also the police department as well, because I didn't know. Chief told me the story 
of some of the things that happened with the police department were just on the street level, you right. know, yeah. and it was just like, whoa, you know, so, but now the barriers breaking. breaking down. So, you know, the funny thing is I was actually reading an article earlier today mm-hmm. that was talking about how there was always corruption yeah. in the police department in Tulsa. Let yeah. me tell you about that. Period. I'm yeah. a little bit older. Yeah. I remember a time here in Tulsa, some of the police would take you out to Mohawk Park, mm-hmm. beat your tail, beat you up now, mm-hmm. and then take you downtown and say you were resisting arrest. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that went on certain streets you didn't even go down. Two o'clock, the clubs closed, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. Certain streets you didn't go down. You take the back streets. Mm-hmm. You know, right. don't go down Peoria because they're going to be sitting there waiting Wait on for you. Right. And that's what they would do, be sitting yeah. there waiting yeah. to stop somebody. Yeah. Then they say you were intoxicated, you were drunk, and blah, 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 mm-hmm. and take you. They take you out to Mohawk. We had a, a police shootings back in the day. Mm-hmm. I know a friend of mine, Chris Deloney, who was, he had a scuffle with a police and they shot and killed him. Wow. You know, so, we, so this technology, this ain't nothing new. Technology and everybody got videos. That phone is catching everything. Keep mm-hmm. your phone charged. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, right. When the police stop, you cut it on. You know, so, I, I, I realized how divided the city was mm-hmm. because I'm from, oh, I'm from yeah. Arkansas. Arkansas. I didn't realize it was so divided until I started going to uh, some of the city council meetings. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they had yeah. those votes on certain things Same. that were right. just needed and and with 150 people in there and people all outside, I'm talking about outside of the yeah, room, right. outside the door. Yeah. Right. I just looked at what it took just to get simple things approved. And right. done. Like yeah. not right. bringing no more dollar stores. Right, right. Yeah. exactly. That was the work. It was some work to put we, in. But that's the work that we have to put in when we talk about building yeah. communities. Yeah. That okay. is that's, the work. That's the bottom line. We have to build communities and communities yeah, being be boots on the ground, yeah. like Damali and Charles are doing, mm-hmm. they are embedded in. And the you know what? Mm-hmm. I'd like to see us have more media sources. Right. Yeah. You know, more. We need a TV shows, yeah. and sure. we need some. Absolutely. We need some more radio stations, and yeah. we need some more. Uh, just multimedia, multi black yeah. media. Yeah. Right. right. We don't have enough of that. Right. To educate yes. people and get the information out there. So if you're listening, we need your support over yeah. here. We really right. do. Yeah. Right. You know, on KBOB 89.9, you know, where we tell our stories our way. Yeah. Because that's what it's all about, right? You know, that's I it. think that, you know, that that is a good point, Bobby. And, the uh, you know, the other thing is we need to control what is being done in our community. It can't be that just because you think that this is great for white America or white Mm. Tulsans that you think, oh, well, I'm just going to pop it over there and they ought to be grateful that we put it over here. We don't want that. That's not what we want. And Tulsa is supposed to be, it it, it is like people from all nations come to Tulsa for all these churches and all these. It's a melt, but it's really not a melting pot if you think about it. You know where the Hispanic community is. You know the black community. You know, it's not National community. Well, yeah. it's, a, it's a melting yeah. pot, but then you go over to your own little area within exactly. that melting right. pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you drive ten minutes, and but you, that's no different anywhere. than like yeah. in New York. Chicago. You know, yeah. like you know oh, that yeah, you that have your Chinatown, yeah. you have yeah. your little yeah. Italy. Oh yeah. 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 What's wrong with that? Yeah. You know, Nothing because they give that. you the opportunity to be to able be to be yourself in your neighborhood. You're not a threat in your own neighborhood. You know, if I see you getting loud, I don't think that you're about to fight everybody in the place. You know, that's just our culture. Yeah. You know. 
also it allows everybody to be, be comfortable be in their culture. Right. Yeah. So I don't see anything wrong with having a section of town that is just for us. Now you can come well, over everybody and, else got it. Yeah. Culture. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's about having the culture. culture in right. And see, a lot of times space. when the police don't understand culture. Absolutely. Because, right. you know, you got officers who come from suburban areas That's and right. they come That's into they come into the community Washington, and you know Jeep, if they stop Arrow, if, Jay, if, right and if they stop Jay, someone all right they come from everywhere they don't know the, they don't know the culture so if homeboy they stop homeboy and he say man why why you stop me yeah just like that you're then, then also you're a threat you he put his hand on the gun right. yeah. you know so you're a threat so right. they need to know the culture i remember a time when Black police officers in this community could stop a fight. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. Just by somebody calling so and so, and they just yeah. drive right. on and over there, yeah. and they just, hey man, hey, cut that out. That yeah. What y'all that's doing? Marvin and that'd be in it. Be yeah. Marvin Blade. Yeah. Yeah. Wipe yeah. it on out. He was yeah. one of them. Yeah. yeah. One of those. And they'd be like, you know, like I know your mama. Do I need to go get your mama and call? Right. Right. Like, right. No, right. man, no. No, 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 no. Don't tell mama. Don't tell daddy. And I think another thing in Tulsa too is trust. I think it's just. With the city, it's just a big problem with just distrust because, Absolutely. and the reason I say that <laughs> is when we did the expungement, <clears throat> excuse me, the yeah. expungement oh, expo yeah. at the event center. So we right. basically turned the event center into a courthouse. Right, that's right. That's basically what it was. The county that's clerk good. office, everybody was there. You can negotiate your bonds. Here's the thing, because you know that would create a better quality of life. Absolutely. So at four o'clock in the morning, there were already people in line. So it was about 500 people in line when we started at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Now, even though we was bringing people in, we saw about 1,000 people. But at the end, four hours later, there was still 500 people wow. in line. Wow. And, and what, I, what I was thinking in my mind, I said, people don't trust going downtown. Right. They, they created 300 court dates. Right. Because yeah. to, to deal with your fines, they were saying, hey, you come mm-hmm. to court on this day, you mm-hmm. come to court on that day. After we did the expungement, I think it built a little trust because the district attorney yes. was there, judges yes. were there. Yes. They said 300 court dates. That's a bunch wow. of And when we got the report, guess how many people showed up to their court dates oh, after the expungement expo? Mm. 300. 100%. Yeah, Everybody good, showed up good. once you created some trust yes, within right. the community yes. because even me, I might not go downtown. And mm-hmm. I got a clean record because right. you feel right. like if right. I go downtown, when downtown was willing to come to North Tulsa, mm-hmm. yeah. you did the right. expungement expo. And, it built the trust. And, and, that right. and that's a win situation when Absolutely. you can expunge, what, 300 people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over 300, it was over 300 yeah, people that and then get before. their records wiped clean. That, 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 that's freedom right and, there. And, and, freedom. When so you guys I, did that, I was like, oh, man, that's yeah. just awesome. Yeah. I came to one of them. Yeah, and it and was I ran, crazy. I was, it was crazy. I ran into people I know. Man, what you doing down here? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, man, I didn't know. Like, man, I got a little something I got to take care of. I got some candy. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny because the gangsters came out. You know, they said Probably some of them came out and was kind of nervous they they and, turn, and turn around and went. Well, well, people got know. right to the door and was like, uh, yeah, I'll go to the table. So, uh, I've the seen this on the news before. They, y'all not getting me. Yeah, yeah. yeah they did. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's like, you can only imagine. You can, right. uh, the, okay, the mindset of thinking, if I go here to do yeah. this, they going to get me. They're going to lock me up. That's like, That's trauma. Yeah, it is. The story, I won't say his first name, but his last name was Green. So we did the expungement expo was over, and this guy was 80 years old, and he oh, came wow. back up there. 
and he was in tears, mm-hmm. and he came in, and he said that when he was 17 years old, he had some small. He yeah. called it like a joint. He called oh, yeah. it money. Yeah. A doobie. Yeah. A doobie. Yeah. Yeah. doobie. Yeah. Yeah. when he was 17, yeah. he said the rest of his life, he never did anything else. Wow. And that had been on his record for 50 years. Mm. So he could only be a janitor. Or wow. be somewhere walking oh. cars yeah. all of his life because he had to always put that he had a felony, felony and it was there. no way to get it off. So at this point, he on the other side of life at 80, mm-hmm. but he only wants to get that off because his family and friends all say he was a kingpin behind the doobie when wow. he was 17 yeah. and that and he, stuck with him for, for 50 years. And so, that traumatized wow. people. That traumatized yeah. system and how the system can determine how we sentence you. That's right. true. And that's something I learned. I'm like, what the what? Yeah. You mean you get to decide? You get to decide what a doobie. If I could do five, ten, fifteen, or thirty right, years exactly. behind that, and, and he got exactly something that. crazy like ten mm-hmm. years. That's yeah. stupid. Something wow. crazy. Yeah. And you can tell from you know because yeah. he has no reason to lie. He ain't. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he was like, I just got to that think idea. what he taught his kids and his yeah. wife and you know his grandkids. You and know? and what they yeah. had, what they made yeah. out of it. Yeah. Wow. So he said he was. He said I'm gonna fill out an application right now just because so I can say just because on the felony. So he just said he said he. Never felt like in his lifetime yeah. wow. that, that it would happen. And just imagine his thinking. He said right. his, he in just never life. thought he thought he was gonna have to go to his grave. He thought now my legacy yeah. is grandpa was not a pimp. Because he said every every few years the story just gets bigger. You wow. know how we do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He had all the He would need no money yeah. by the time. Money, huh? I mean, so I think the barrier is breaking, man. We see it every single day that the barrier is breaking and that, you know, we have the right people in place. Not in every office, I wouldn't say, yeah. but I mean, but for the trying, right? yeah, we're, we're trying to level. get there and we're educating. We're, and I, what I love is that we're bringing up young leaders like a Greg Robinson. Oh, right? yeah. You know, absolutely. like, yeah. like uh, a Kojo, you yeah. know, people that you right. re- we really talked to. We had time to sit down. And, and they're talk. really in the community. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah those are. people are actually, those guys yeah. are actually in the community doing work. Yeah. They, yeah. the, the thing is, they live, sleep, and eat mm-hmm. in our community. Yeah, they're they not driving from here. I mean, they're not coming in from here. Told you block away. You can walk yeah, this so house. They, they are invested you know, so, in our community, yeah. and that makes a big difference mm-hmm. when decisions are being made. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that too, it still all goes back to education. Kojo mm-hmm. was a teacher and then yeah. a principal. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Right. Education. You know, is working with kids over at Greenwood Leadership Academy. Right. You see the needs of the kids, and because your heart goes out to the kids, you figure out what can I do. That's why we do edurac. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're working Education. with the kids. We gotta educate mm-hmm. them. If we don't educate them, then we're gonna be in the same boat. Out of sight, out of mind. You like what our prisoner entry program called "Fitting Back In" that we've been having about 15 years and graduated yeah. 2,000 people through that program. Wow. 86 wow. percent success rate, right. which nice. I think is the biggest news. But I think th- when I was in college, because I studied for criminal justice with emphasis in in in, in corrections, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and so when I was in college, I was always thinking. I'm not going to be out here dealing with grown people. If you're 30 or 40 and you still messing up, yeah. you just messing yeah. up. Right. That's yeah. what I thought right. until we got trained. That's why training, even when you're older, you still, still need to always yeah. learn. Yeah. Yeah, and this do. lady yeah. came and talked, and she said one word that just made me just repent right then. She said, instead of always saying, well, why did you do this? Why did you break in that store? Why did you do this, this, this? You always ask, ask people now, what happened to you? 
Wow. Trauma. Oh, and as soon as she said, trauma. ask the person, because it don't, so if you were seven, and mm-hmm. somebody was molesting you yeah. or doing certain yeah. things to you, yeah. right. you're still seven, even if you're 47. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So you go you and deal, deal with that. You're still there. That's trauma. So and I did. think that's, you're right. That's what happened to our community is yes. we got stuck. Yes. We're stuck. Traumatized. Yes. And until we deal with this, and that's why I say, don't water down what happened on Black Wall Street. Let the truth be told, because then that's going to heal the trauma of this community. And once that trauma is dealt with, then we can move forward with, you know, the the um, growth of our entire community. But we just we got to get over that hump. We got to you know, we're just stuck. I agree. I agree. The storytellers you have to be able to tell your story. That's right. We began with we tell our truth as opposed to letting others yeah. tell our story because, because you can't I, tell me how I feel exactly right. you know but you have a lot right. of people that are trying to do that right, right. now in this space they, absolutely they did not want you to go on that tour trust me mm-hmm. yeah. they don't want you to learn the information from that no tour. they, they don't rather the you go don't. The, but my thing mm-hmm. is like the who like I want to see the person's name on the lease at Greenwood like I want to know like who is this person that's just like Nah, man, like, like go over here and then don't let no, them do it. No, it's not a lease. It's not a lease. Yeah. There are people that have been here. They're no longer involved in, in the, you know, but we know them by name. Oh, okay, right? so they you have do know. Lot, yeah, yeah, we have yeah. A, we're yeah. not going to call them. Yeah, it's another dirty secret. That's another Never call a name, and I'll say this from the Black Wall Street, the real Black Wall Street tour, you learn everything's in the paperwork. Right. Yeah. Things that were that's established you before we were born. That's right. You can know. It's right. still on it today, so that's Got why it. you just kind of locked and stuck. Yeah. And it's, ordinances yeah. and laws were right. created to make sure that yeah. you know things stay the way they, they wanted were. them yeah. to stay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, that, so that. That what you're saying is the information is out there for people to go research and see yes. the documents yes. out there Absolutely. and find out how they. Can well, help. some of them are because some, some of some. them have been yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. they disappeared. Yeah. 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 In somebody's collection. Yeah. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist, never, but, you know, I mean, but but it's it's just true. You just know. Yeah, Yeah, it's out there. It would take somebody to challenge because you know it was not done right. Mm -hmm. Right. If Ramal had 100 acres and he was getting ready to do big things and somebody's strong on you into signing something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Then that was not really done. Either either you sign or you get this bullet. Yeah. Right, yeah. just calling it yeah. what it is, yeah. Yeah. and that was yeah. done. That was and done. You and your family packing up, leaving. Yeah. Right in the middle of the night. Wow. We get told so we going to L. We yeah. going to Cali. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. Like we ain't got to so. deal with none of that. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the address <laughs> for your whole family if you come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Right. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. That's what you learn yeah. on the real Black Wall Street. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to take it. I can't give it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get it. And I would just say that if you want to take that tour, it is ten dollars per person. I'm trying to do the shame. I'm trying to get them. Okay, so it's ten. $10 yeah. per person, now, and you go to www.littleafrica, <laughs> that's Africa with a K, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. A-F-R-I-K-A, um, littleafricamarket.com, wow. and you can go ahead and get your tour set up, but I'm telling you, that tour is a must game for people, changer. yeah, it's a game people changer, people that are coming, so yeah. it's a game changer, and you really yeah. need to spend about truth. $50 for that tour, to and, and yeah. I think you should be, okay. Wait, yeah. look, I've been telling them, y'all need to come on up with that, yeah. and tell yeah, the people about the well, that's needed, I'm so glad that they created that, Yeah, period, because Education because right. they actually Education. use images, and oh, that's yes. the other part that people don't visual. When you, when yes. you change a landscape, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you change a physical landscape, you lose so much. Let me tell you on that note, 
uh, you you heard me say that I was raised on Greenwood. My grandmother Hello. lived on Greenwood. Okay, so when I drive on Greenwood now, I promise you, I have no idea where no I am. Sense. I exactly. cannot tell really? where my grandmother's house, house was. was. I I have no clue. And yeah. because it looks nothing By like, design. I mean, like the brickyard was By elevated design. and all that. They didn't wipe all that down. The there were train tracks in the middle of the street wow. on Greenwood, which are no longer there. I really? mean, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't they, know. They put you in situations. They put the picture in front of your face and they said, and this you, is what was here. Here's the hotel. Right. Wow. Yeah, and looking you look, at it. Mm-hmm. Like, what? You yeah. know, the landscape the Here's the landscape changed. and it's just, and it's where other stuff. And, yeah. that's, now, and that's why they do what they do. Mm-hmm. That is why we do, you know, I want to control that I narrative. Wanna, and you're the perfect example. I can't even find out. I don't even know where my grandmother's house was. You have no at all. Yeah. direction. No direction at all. So that's why we go through in spaces like that. Okay, we're going to fix it. You think you remember Greenwood? We're going to leave this little block right here, these little triangles right, right here. Right. After that, it's Because to be honest, I never went down to that end of Greenwood. Right. Because everything we needed, like right my there. mother, the church was on this side, my grandmother's house was here, the grocery right. store was here, and then right. we kind of well, went you, back. You know, Greenwood from Greenwood and Archer went straight. Straight. Yes. yes. That little curve. It did not curve. curve. It didn't curve. curve. Yeah. It didn't oh, curve. It wasn't a curve. No. no. no it was straight. It went straight. Wow. All the way down, down. to Pine mm-hmm. and ran in directly into Latimer's Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Wow. Latimer's Barbecue was right there. You could see Latimer's coming on down Greenwood, mm-hmm. and then you hit Pine and whichever way you went. Right. And I can tell you, after um, going on that tour, how I visualize it is like it's just a small boat mm-hmm. sitting in the middle of these huge ships that you go on cruises on, like the mm-hmm. baseball mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. Like it's just about to engulf and it'll be gone forever. Yeah. Yeah. So unless somebody does something that is, that like been, right now. That has that's been, the picture because it's it's, it's reduced story. to just yeah. and just that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything so, gets big and just a few more bad decisions. The BMX gone. The wow. BMX place that's over on Lansing. All of that was historic Greenwood. Yep. Too. Oh for sure. And All the two good. buildings that are there. We have so many people that are like, Oh, that'll make great parking for the driller area. Oh yeah. That is the conversation what? that's being had. Yeah. Yes. Just yes, and so that's park. why it is important. So when you're talking about standpipe peel mm-hmm. and you see OSU there, you no mm-hmm. longer see the pipe that was there. Mm-hmm. You know, it. So yeah. it's been erased. Yeah. It's gradually and that's been, erasing your history. Yes, yes, and you leave a little plaque there mm-hmm. with some of our officials' names. Yeah, there. you, you know, Big Leg Taylor stuff. was up there. There right? you go. He was right. Big, 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 Big Leg was up there. Say his name. Big Leg Taylor was down there gunning them down. He had a Gatling gun up there. Him and some of the other veterans and stuff protecting Greenwood. My friends from Memphis came two weeks ago. We want to go see where where the Big Leg Taylor. By name, he had, he had one like, leg. You know he lost a leg. And I, yeah, what, what I discovered war. as well, like how how instrumental the black veterans were. Uh, yeah, I, doing, dream, I did right. not World understand. Nineteen eighteen. Yeah. So you come back nineteen twenty one, and you dealing with this type of racism, yeah. and you've been over in Europe fighting for other people. Yeah. Baby, we got guns. Yeah, mm-hmm. we know how to handle them. We know mm-hmm. exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So when that happened, and you have OSU. In that sacred space, mm-hmm. yeah. it's sacred, yeah. and you have them rearranging the landscape, right. so you don't know where your grandmama's house is. I have okay? no idea. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, you don't know where it's the book of tea was. It's been up there, but you mm-hmm. don't know, yeah. and you've erased yeah. that the stove pipe 
Mm-hmm. Vampire Pill, you, you erase yeah. that. Yeah. And you have a little placard there. Right. And you have some of us that buy into the narrative and oh well, well we got it done. We got it we got a commemoration there and you're you're okay with that. So we have to yeah. pick and choose mm-hmm. the people that tell our story. That's right. And that's why that's we why, get what yeah. we get when we don't demand You gotta recognize this. Think about how intelligent Damali is now. Mm-hmm. So if you let her know where her grandmother's land was, how fast would she be able to get access to figure out what happened? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. think about how smart she is. If you take her to everything, it used know. to be your grandmother's land. You have to mm-hmm. She is going to be like, well, wait a minute. She know how to go in land records. Yeah. She know how yeah. to do all yeah. But right. you have to hide it yeah. because yeah. you got hide people now that's intelligent side. enough that if they are aware of it, right. yeah. they can backtrack it to be able to point to somebody to yeah. say, like, I'm hey, right. yeah. I'm, I want my your, land back. Your right. family yeah. oh, you. yeah. took my grandma's land. Family, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know people yeah. don't want yeah. no yeah. part right. of that. No smoke. <laughs> right. None. Ramal said no smoke. No smoke at all. <laughs> no smoke. Because <laughs> you know the body going to bring some smoke. Oh, yeah. Right. Is, I think I'm smoking <laughs> it. Bring receipts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But nevertheless, yeah. I, I still feel like people just have to get away from thinking just because you say black lives matter mm-hmm. or we want to be proud of our culture that we don't like nobody else. Right. We want to tell the truth. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, tell as truth. long as we're telling the truth, then that's it. That's why over here at Eden Media Services, where we're located, KBOB, we tell our stories our right. way. Right. right. And, you know, we're going to continue to always tell our stories our way. Hey, we're not controlled by anybody or anything. Nobody can't tell us what to say or what to do. So we talk black news, mm-hmm. you know, black information. Mm-hmm. And all, we got a lot of shows over here, you know, and uh, Black Wall Street burns in our hearts yeah, right, mm-hmm. right yeah. you know it burns every day in our hearts you know so we because we want to see our people do better right yeah you know that's what we want that's right the best for our people mm-hmm. you know yeah. and the more we can educate and teach you know some of the adults need to be taught too you know right. Absolutely. See, it ain't just all the kids that's right but it's a whole lot of adults that yeah. need to be educated about the history of the city about the conditions of the city. Because, see, I feel like a lot of times that black, the majority of blacks here are kind of oppressed and de- mm-hmm. and depression has mm-hmm. set in. And mm-hmm. They don't feel like they stay in the house, like I said earlier. They don't go nowhere. They don't do anything. And they just don't have no hope. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they don't care about how they look or anything. Yeah. Some of them don't. Yeah. Some of them do. Now, we got yeah. a few mm-hmm. frontline soldiers right. who, who really care. But that Thing being is engaged just, in they, they really I, I had a friend that came in from California and one day he was like, he said, man, I see so many men, black men uh, around Tulsa with their heads down, like they defeated. Yeah, I mean, like just exactly. Walking, walking just like around. You, they just look defeated, you know, and it mm-hmm. is in your posture and, and you know, how you how hold you yourself, yourself, how you carry yourself. I see it. And he said, it's just, I mean, he just saw it immediately. He was like, man, it's and so, like you say, people that come from out of town mm-hmm. see it and we oh, want, it. And, and we want people to come here we're yeah. sending money yeah 10k to come to Tulsa mm-hmm. and if I'm from like a Chicago New York Atlanta and I come here and I'm like okay where are my people at where are my people at yeah. so you know where we yeah. go looking for our people and yeah. when we see our people and they look in defeat yeah, that yeah. makes you go want to stay exactly yeah and I can say this doing while we were taking the tour the model, I would at least say at least 20 people to 25 at tourists at least from other cities came, came during that here. time. And the one gentleman, 
He was so excited to be on Black Wall Street. <laughs> oh, he said, so I've been coming to Tulsa for years. I'm He's finally like at Black uh, Wall Street. Uh, like said. He was so excited. And I was like, I wish it was more for us to show you to meet your excitement. Oh, okay. right. He's so excited. Oh, you know, yeah. right here. You know, to be one here, we got one street to run. <laughs> right. Yeah. One little block. Right there. Right there. Run back and forth. Yeah. But this is what that does also say. That's still economics. So people are coming. But the Greenwood Culture Center is closed. And yeah. then that's the conversation yes. you got to have. People are just around. Yeah. don't know where to go. Doing their own. Yeah. They just take the pictures. They from out of town, Arizona, They go to the mural over there, remembering, and take pictures. Take pictures. And, but like yeah. you said, the cultural center is closed. It's closed. Yeah, it is. And so like, when we talk, that is People coming here from all over, been coming coming here from, I ran into a man from Ireland one day. Wow. People are coming here. All over the world. coming Mm -hmm. to find out what's going on. But I think, too, Sherry, the the problem is when when people come here, what do they see? Exactly. You know, and the question that I have been asked is, okay, so do black people own this? Exactly. And, and so and then I'm I like, have oh, to they're gonna ask me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. and say, uh, um, no. no. You know, because we don't in own the building. Yeah. yeah. I worked in the building, right. volunteered in right. the building for the chamber for a year. Right. For a straight year. I did not work. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I did work, you know, but it was yeah. real easy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, you know, that's the whole thing when people come just trying to. It is so much. I guess they're, they they've gotten a little better, but it was so much stuff going on yeah. that people. It's like it was hard to move forward. It was politics. a situation, exactly. Yeah. All politics. the politics yeah. involved, and you're like, no, we got to be strategic in mm-hmm. what we do. Mm-hmm. So for the next two years, from, I was there from two fifteen to two sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, mm-hmm. hot mess, yeah. hot mess. They're just not coming around and getting some people on board that are like, okay, we got to do something now right. because all eyes are on us. Right. You know, all eyes are on us. So people but this are is sad, though. I, and, and for me, I, I, I look at this and I'm just like, you know, this is crazy that this is not. Um, some kind of game. This no. is not some kind of, you know, oh, look at us. It's 100 years. Look at us and right. see what we're doing. And then after this 100-year mark passes, right. this is our everyday life. What we yeah. live. you got people yeah. at the table that want to make the table a look spectacle. good. They yeah. want the table to look good for everybody that's coming. Right. But once some cameras off, baby, we got to be ready to execute. Yeah. That's right. right. Well, they want Black Lives Matter to leave off the yeah. screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got to have some soldiers. Right, right. We got to have some soldiers. We got to build our Army. Army Ramal, has to be Ramal asks the best question in the world, I think, What's all that? night, is when he asks, he want to figure out who names are on these papers, mm-hmm. who's saying I don't want to do right, who are those people? That's yeah, really the have, main I question because you. this is what I do. <laughs> when they say something is getting ready to be unveiled, I start Googling, and mm-hmm. it always lands, it's never black people. At yeah. the end of it. yeah. like it's, just, it's all lost in the paperwork. Yeah. I, I track all the companies. When I get to the end of the company. It's, it's all white people. It never yeah. tracks back to black people like, that wow. benefit from black walls. Yeah. So right. that's why it's not it's not going anywhere. That's yeah. why it's sitting mm-hmm. over there. It's vacant lot that's going to be developed by people that don't look like us, yeah, which means none of those dollars are going to have anything to do with us. And yeah. then they're going to come yeah. and take our homes that we already have. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, tear them down because mm-hmm. you know my mother's house. If, if I wasn't stubborn, mm-hmm. yeah. then you know I'd be like, no, okay. I, you can build up all kind of houses around okay. here. This house gonna stay right here. Yeah. I've been living in this house for twenty five <laughs> years. I no. got you. You know, so well, hey, we're Main coming Street to a close right now, right. and I want to thank you guys for taking time out of your busy schedule because I know y'all busy. Yes, you know, you. for being on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. 
Thank you, Ramal, the hometown heat. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Damali Wilson. No problem. Thank you, Charles Harper. And thank you, Sherry Lasky. All right. Y'all take care, okay? Uh, Hey, we're here every Monday, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and also on Saturdays from 12 to 2. Y'all tune in Wednesday. We're going to be talking a quick trip. So, y'all, I need some phone calls. That's what I need, some phone calls. All right, until the next time, stay black. Oh, wow.